That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, a quick note about ads from us, your hosts. We are picky about our advertisers and all of our partners or brands or products that we either use ourselves or that we think our audience would benefit from knowing about. Working with advertisers is what allows us to make this show and they keep working with us because you, our listeners, use the unique links and codes they provide. It's one of the most meaningful ways to support what we do. So thanks for that. We're really, really grateful. If you're ever looking for a specific code, head to a thing or two hq.com slash sponsors and you'll find them all. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from or want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for a secret menu, which will get you weekly access to members-only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two hq. Also, while you're on your phone, open the podcast app, go to our podcast, and give us a five-star rating. Yeah. It really helps with this podcast. <laughs> it really helps with this podcast. It helps with any podcast you listen to. That's it helps. Thing. Just give us a rating. Make it a good one. You don't even have to write anything. Oh, yeah. Just smash the stars. I mean, we love when you do, but you don't have to. You don't oh, have we to. love when you do. We love when you do. So this this is like a bit of a welcome to new listeners episode or people who are like, wait, what is your deal? Who have I been listening to talk about cringe and yeah, and, and whatever for weeks now? And you know, while we're asking you to evangelize about us in the form of a rating, this is also like if you've been trying to get your friend to listen to this podcast with you in concert with you. In, oh, in concert. Yes. Much the same way I try to get you to watch Vanderpump Rules, for example. Mm-hmm. This is a good episode to offer them to tee up Maybe Vanderpump could do a reintroduction episode and then I'd be in. Well, no, that's just a, that's a rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are fewer episodes of Vanderpump Rules than there are of A Thing or Two with Claire and Erica. Wow. Well, you know, that's facts. We've been doing this since 2015. They've been doing it for a long time, too, no? Yeah, but they take hiatus. Yeah, not us. Not us. No. Nope. I mean, you know, slightly higher production quality on that show, but. Ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. Yeah. Oh, well, so that is one thing people can know about us. Yeah. Is that we've been doing this podcast since spring 2015. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Before so, podcasts were like just yeah, absolutely we, everywhere. We used to record it in a shipping container in the back of Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick. That's where this started. That's where this started. And it was a live radio broadcast. And we would it watch. It unedited. <laughs> we would watch people eat pizza. And they would well, watch us. And podcast. they would watch us. And it, because it was, it's a destination pizza restaurant, it was often like Dutch tourists being like, what? 
drinking a glass of rosé in the middle of a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. So start at the beginning. Yeah, so yeah. we asked people on Instagram what they thought we needed yeah. to tell everybody. So let's fast forward through the beginning. We met as undergrads at the University of Chicago, 2002, yeah. my freshman year, your sophomore year. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. You were 18 and I was I 19? I would have been 18, yeah, because we met in the fall. We met at the beginning of my school year. Be- prior. The reason I know it was fall was because it was prior to sorority rush and you were in a <laughs> sorority and you were like, you should be in my sorority. You- I'll be your big sister. <laughs> God, you really caught me in the one window where I would have said that. <laughs> where I would have like pitched um, this. But yeah, it was like you were what you were an early discovery for me in college. And we became we became good friends. We did. I didn't join the sorority, but I did join the other major yeah. activities board. So major activities board was concert planning organization. We brought all of the big concerts to campus. We enjoyed being part of it because we were power hungry. We were power hungry. We got to wear headsets. You would like, you were the volunteer coordinator. Oh my God. You were, so there were bossy, I was like bossy, 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 bossy. telling everybody what to do. <laughs> yeah, we got perfect. to go backstage. Who did we? Have? We had Talib Kweli. We mm-hmm. had. I remember that was the first one. Jurassic Five. I can always picture your mom because your mom was in town during the J Five. <laughs> totally concerts. forgot about this. Until I can recently. always picture your mom sitting in the front show when they were doing sound check knitting. Knitting. Yeah. And then she became friends with the guys from Jurassic Five. No, she was really they. they because were they were charmed. By each other. <laughs> yeah. How could they not be? You know, I don't honest know. to and God, how could they this, not be? You were. I totally forgot about this, and then you reminded me that then the summer before my senior year, I was in Paris and they were playing a show, and I was like said to my study abroad friends, I was like, oh, I know them. We can go. Like, I'm the one whose mom was knitting. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, come on. Um, oh, nice, my God. Really nice guys. Anyway, yeah. So that was our thing that we did together. We were also friends, though. We were also we friends. Were, but, yeah. we, but we did that together. And that was like a like early, like, we can figure out how to work together. Yes. Ultimately. It was our knows? first experience as co As co-workers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> how would you describe me then? And how would I describe mm. you then? Okay. Definitely, even though you weren't formally my big sister, a big sister type, and I think in many people's lives, Mm. because you really had your shit together in a way that most college students did not. You didn't drink when I first met you, but you started drinking in college. Yeah. So I was there for that discovery. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You were very mature and you wore a lot of uh, pink and black. I remember you were like, Mm -hmm. I only wear pink, black and white. I don't. And did you wear gray? You wore gray. Yeah. Black, white. That was like a specific part of your identity is like, this is what I wear and silver jewelry. And Uh we both liked Sanrio. And that was an early discovery and point of commonality. And we both liked shopping and style and yeah fashion, we used to go shopping together was not necessarily a common thing either to chicago oh for sure no i think we the the thing was and the reason that a mutual friend set us up on a friend date was like oh you guys are not like most other oh, the people student body. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like you guys are really into style but also, have no real outlet for that yeah <laughs> and i think we both also had just entrepreneurial sort of like leadership affinities totally we had the Tracy flick of it all. The other thing I wanted to say, but oh, well, you had a car. And so you you would introduce me to a lot of stuff off campus, which Hyde Park is sort of separate from other parts of Chicago. And the campus is a little bit contained. And so you were like, no, we're going to go explore Chicago together. And we would go shopping together and go to the north side. I still have one jacket that we bought together from this label called Coulson. It was a brown houndstooth jacket. Oh, yeah. And I remember the boutique owner had been like, this was a designer who was at Theory for years and started her own line. And it was like, this was the seeds of a kind where you're like, yeah. oh, I yeah, love yeah, this yeah, story. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You, and I bought a skirt made out of men's ties that was like truly beautifully constructed and so ugly. Yeah. They totally. were all brown and gold and beige. I was so yeah, they proud had, of it. it. I loved story. it. It, it was fastened yeah. with a brooch. It was like a wrap skirt. It was so <laughs> ugly. I wish I kept it, though, because it was a work of art. What do you remember about um, me? You were 
extremely inquisitive mm. and like curious and mm. passionate, mm. Um, like vivacious in a way that again was like atypical mm. University of Chicago yeah. student. And I do remember after like an early encounter, maybe I met you in passing, but we'd never hung out. We like, interacted at a party. Mm -hmm. And the next week we like cross paths mm -hmm. on the quad mm -hmm. and you said hi to me. And <laughs> that like on that campus was shocking. Right, right. right it was right. like absolutely shocking mm -hmm. that a person would look you in the fucking yeah. eyes mm -hmm. and be like, hello, yeah. I've seen you before. I remember you. I do feel like it's important to share that University of Chicago was really known for being full of antisocial nerds and they sold shirts at the University of Chicago bookstore that said University of Chicago where fun comes to die. So yeah, we were like social and interested in fashion and yeah. Uh, and you yeah. also just had like a lot of deep interests. You know what I mean? That's like, so nice to hear. I don't I don't remember that about my 18-year-old self, but I'm thrilled to hear it. You yeah, you had a lot of deep interests. Okay, um, good. And you were also like a very obvious like city person mm. and like sophisticated mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah, love that. Yeah. Love that for me. Yeah, you know. So that, and then we both moved to New York. You worked in magazines yeah. at Details and then Lucky. Uh -huh. And I got my master's in arts administration and was working for an artist and an art collection and a performing arts organization. And then, Lots of things with art in the title. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I just really loved the arts and liked the idea of being on of being, on like the business end. Yeah, on the business end of it. And true to form had my other extracurricular in college was running this arts festival. And I was like, well, this was fun. I, just I would love to keep, to keep doing, doing this. Yeah. yeah. And then we had this idea for of a kind in 2010, January 6, 2010. I always remember because it's my mom's birthday. We started emailing about this idea of selling limited edition pieces from emerging fashion designers and telling the story behind the designers and the pieces that they had made for us. And we met up like the next day after this flurry yeah. of emails at a coffee shop in Times Square and talked about like, would we start this? Could we start this? And we were How just- How would it work? What would happen? Yeah. We were just young and dumb enough. And you had more of a career to throw away at that point because you had sort of- I'm not sure, but- Well, you had been at the same place for a long time. There was also more of a sort of clear path for you where I was like, what Again, am I like, doing here? Maybe 10 years prior, but I'm not- Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to work in magazines. I want to work in editorial. Mm -hmm. This is the thing I want to do. Yeah. Um, I think- my sense of what that meant was had changed or was changing right. actively. Yeah, publishing was changing. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. There was a wonderful, delightful profile of Emily Henry in New York Magazine recently written by the greatest of all time, Alison P. Davis. And there were just so many winning quotes about the, you know, the romance writer who basically um, won the pandemic, I guess, <laughs> and just like really like rocked the space and how people are getting into romance, just like we're getting into romance. But the best quote in this entire piece was from Leah Koch, who's one of the founders and uh, owners of the Ripped Bodice Romance Novel Bookstore in LA, who said, books where the hero goes to therapy are people's favorite. I, this is just, I feel like this is like the case for therapy. Go to therapy, find love. Like, I don't know, you know, life where people goes to therapy are people's favorites. I feel like a lot of people dating are like, if you're not in therapy, I am swiping on by. Like it's yeah. gotta be part of the- If it's, it's not in your bio. Yeah, 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 exactly. Totally, totally. We're not dating dudes who don't go to therapy anymore <laughs> or gals. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. And maybe BetterHelp wants to just do some spawn con around like a romance novel where mm. it's like, it feel that one's for free. We're not going to charge you for that one. BetterHelp. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash a thing or two today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash a thing or two. Relationships are hard and that's why I'm here. Hey friend, it's Cammie Crawford. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in for new episodes every Friday. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. So we started, we, we set a schedule. I think it was like Tuesdays and Thursdays. We would meet at the empty conference room in my office after work, after work, because I worked for this performing arts organization that of course paid nothing, but they were like employing a lot of playwrights and actors who would use these spaces as rehearsal rooms. That was was like like part of the deal. That was part of it was, you know, here's a benefit we could offer you. And they were kind of nice conference rooms and you and I would meet there. And that was the beginning of our first business of a kind. Yeah. And so we basically, so we ran of a kind independently from 2010 to 2015. Yes. And it was like very much accidentally in the like startup, startup scene. Boom. Yeah. And when, you know, New York was developing a startup yeah. boom. And right. Scene. Like it was like Rent the Runway, Birchbox, Foursquare, all of these things were had, had Warby just Parker, started. Warby Aries. Parker. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because we were doing it on a website, it was like, well, you're a startup. Yeah, totally, totally. So then also during that time, there became like the sort of like girl bossification <laughs> of things. We like, yes, I think got like totally. sort of, yeah, we got wrapped up in a lot of these we things. We got bundled yeah. into uh-huh. these like things that were happening that we never like intentionally were part of in any right. way. I mean, as noted, we like mm-hmm. did not go to business school. When yeah. we sat down to come up with a plan for of a kind, it was very much like, how do we start a small business? We went to the small oh, business. Yeah. Oh my God, we went to the small business administration. office to try yeah. to like get advice in New York yeah. and we didn't go back um, no. is what but happened. But we totally thought, no, this is what you do. You go to the small business administration office in New York City. You get a loan. Yeah. And it was like, it was 2010. None of that existed. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, no, no, no. You go meet with VCs. You pitch them. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. And we got wrapped up in all of that. It did not go well for us. But we learned a lot. I mean, the business itself went well. The fundraising and the like VC of it all was an odd fit. No, it did um, not make any sense is what it, what, what it was. The thing that is most relevant to this podcast now, however many years later, is that we were very early to the content and commerce mix. And we got that right. We got the storytelling really right. And we took it really seriously. And we we started a newsletter in 2012 that we started because we had a post-holiday sale that we were trying to promote. And we'd sent out so many emails about it. And we had no money. We had only raised friends and family. So we weren't running Facebook ads. All no, we had was this newsletter. Not. This newsletter was our the lifeblood of our business, the mailing list. And so we... We're like, we have to send out another email about this, but we have like- We absolutely cannot send another email that's like 25% Yeah, it was just like, we have to say something else. So we we were on Christmas break. I don't, you were probably at Thomas's parents' house and I was at Chris's parents' house. And we over email basically cobbled together this idea of this- Because we hadn't been together. Yeah, right. So we this email was 10 things we're doing besides shopping our post-holiday sale. And it was 
each of us listed five things that we were thinking about doing, reading, buying, whatever. It was like, here's an article I loved, a nail polish I'm going to wear on New Year's Eve, et cetera. And people really liked us. We're like, I guess we'll do it again the next Monday. And then we just kept doing it. I don't think we fully understood the commitment we were signing up for at that point. We're like, well, if we did it two times, we have to do it a third and a fourth. And then we've just never stopped. I mean, we've taken some Mondays off. Have we ever taken more than one Monday in a row off? I don't think so. I think that after we shut down of a kind, oh, which yeah. I'm spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah we okay. did take off, but we we've had this newsletter for 10 years. Yes. So yep. we started this newsletter, became a calling card for the business where people were like signing up because they liked the newsletter. And then they were also getting all our marketing emails for Avakind. And and newsletters were not what they were back then. And this was pre-substack. Yeah, this was pre-substack. And then in around 2014, 2015, Grace Bonnie invited us on her Design Sponge podcast. And we were like, that was really fun. And we both we, felt really comfortable. We loved it. We, we loved it. We had so it. much fun talking, talking, talking. Yeah. We were like, that Couldn't was get great. Us to shut up. Yeah. So she was on this Heritage Radio Network, which was in the shipping container that we talked about. So we were like, went and asked and we were like, can we have a podcast too? So we were like, sure, try it. And we did. And the the premise of the podcast was basically the Deep newsletter. Into yeah. these discoveries. Yeah, it was the same idea. Yeah. So it just became this like content franchise that was part of, of a kind that wasn't directly about the products we were selling, but was in the spirit of discovery and recommendations and curiosity that underpinned all of, of a kind. Totally. And I think it was also just newsletters were interesting to us maybe before we had like truly thought Mm -hmm. through that newsletters Mm -hmm. were interesting to us and podcasts were interesting to us again maybe before we truly thought through that like that was Mm -hmm. a thing that was happening and that was sort of coalescing but it's funny because now in the calendar of all of this I'm like right so it was pretty shortly after we started the podcast that we ended up selling the business we sold the business to Bed Bath & Beyond in 2015 and we were insistent that we keep doing the podcast we were like well Well, obviously I will say all credit to to the team at Bed Bath & Beyond at the time who is no longer there they really understood the value of our business and understood the value that both we as individuals and and that our business could bring to their business and they understood that content was in fact becoming a thing yes and that there there was like a millennial design oriented consumer that they wanted to be capturing in a bigger and better way Bed Bath & Beyond gave us a lot of autonomy. We continued to run that business for four years after they acquired us. And then in 2019, they went through the first of many leadership changes that are still ongoing. Mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> they shut had, down of yeah. a kind right before, basically like right before pandemic. Yeah, November 1st, 2019, I remember taking an Uber home with a bunch of stuff, you know, from the from office. office. Yeah. And the internet was all abuzz about how Barney's was closing. And I was like, us and Barney's, man. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we... You know what I forget about all the time and then remember is that when Bed Bath liquidated of a kind's inventory, it got sold at Barney's while Barney's was also being liquidated. Yeah, there were of a kind things that showed up at Barney's during Barney's like clearance sale when yeah. Barney's had real big like not on brand signage in its windows. Including our book. So we published a book in 2019 oh, yeah. called Work Wife about the power of female friendships to drive successful businesses. And it's, you know, about our story and the story of other work wives who've built really amazing businesses together. And of course, we sold the book on of a kind. It was also sold in bookstores because it was yeah. published by a major publisher. But yeah, Work Wife was being sold at Barney's because people were posting all these pictures on Instagram of all of our professional enthusiast merch, which was like a sub-brand of, of a kind. Yeah. That was a sort of delightful moment that if it, if, if it was going to go out, it may as well go out like this. So mm-hmm. since then? Since then, we have kept the podcast and the newsletter going. At the time, while they existed as of a kind, they were called a few things with Claire and Erica. Now they are called a thing or two with Claire and Erica. And the newsletter was called 10 Things. And people apologized all the time for being like, I'm sorry, I still call it, a ten, call it 10 Things. I'm like, dude, 
It's in the what same world newsletter. Would I care, right? Like, yeah. Right. I think a thing or two is actually better. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah, and we consult on branding and marketing and content and retail strategy and things like that. We also got married in the time that we were running of kind you to your college boyfriend yeah my college boyfriend who was on the concert board with both of us oh yeah you were there when when, when you met when, when i met I was, yeah. thomas we were interviewing people to be new members of the board mm -hmm. which we did in this very dramatic way in this like <laughs> old building on campus that had a table that could not be moved like it was just a huge oh it was like i was gonna say it was like a board meeting table but it was truly like actually like for a kingdom yeah, if, like, if you were if you were like choosing what people to knight, you yes. would like to sit at this table. Yes. Our friend Danny, who was on this board with us, claims that Thomas and I had like, there was like an immediate thing that he- and Wow, he I claims, was not paying attention. Well, he claims that he walked out and looked at you and was just like, we're in for it, basically. I would like to contest that on the basis of the first time you told me that Thomas made a move on you, I looked at you with a blank face like, I had no idea how you might possibly have responded to such a thing. Like, I was like, I didn't know if I was supposed to be like, get it, girl. Or like, <laughs> oh, my God, how could he possibly? Like, I remember being truly blank faced, just like, and, and then, then what? <laughs> like, and what? So I I believe that Danny is misremembering at the same time. I, my memories of college are incredibly hazy. Well, the answer to when Thomas first made a move on me, which is that he like tried to kiss me at a party, I turned a cheek because <laughs> I we were on this concert planning board together and I didn't want to. And I was you like- You felt it was inappropriate. There was I a felt power it was dynamic I was, was I, was in I was ahead of the board and I didn't want yeah, there to you were be the board favoritism. Chair. And, you know, I and didn't want to send And ladies and gentlemen, this, was, this predated me too by many years, but she knew- she knew what was right and what wasn't. So all these people being like, it was different times. Erica Cerullo would not <laughs> let this man kiss her because they were on the major activities board together. And it let me remind you, let board. me remind you, there was no minor activities board. <laughs> oh my God. I was also there when you met your husband. Oh my God, that's right. I always forget. That's so charming. We we were both in the room for yeah. the meet cutes. A classic like wedding singles table moment. Chris and I met at a singles table, which the bride likes is always like, obviously I seated you guys together. I knew together. what I was doing. And Chris is like, that I, I sat next to you because I thought you were pretty. That wasn't even my assigned spot. So history. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Who can say? Who can say? But I told him what I did. And I was like, you know, we actually just came out with a men's dop kit. And I had a phone that was not a sidekick, but was really similar to a mm -hmm. sidekick at that time. And so I pulled it, was it up. Like sidekick. Yeah, it was like an imitation sidekick. it was an imitation sidekick. I pulled it up on the browser. And he was like, I'll buy that from you. And I was like, OK, cool, do it. And he was like, no, 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 I'll buy it right now. And I was so psyched. You and I were sitting on separate levels. You were yeah. like in a sort of atrium area. And I was like gesturing down at you, waving, being like, I just sold a dog I made to a this sale. guy. I made a sale. I was so psyched. And Little then- did you know. Yeah, and then I married him. <laughs> we need to tell you about a show that we think you're going to like if you like this one. It is called Bad on Paper, and it is hosted by Becca Freeman and Olivia Mentor. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so if you're feeling dry after this one, you listen to the Monday drop of a thing or two, and you're like, I need something new, this is the thing for you. Then we and just need a Friday podcast for people, and then we'll be set. We'll work on that. We'll work yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Okay, okay. Um, the episode that I was listening to this morning that was so delightful, so on theme uh, and, and such a beautiful segue for the ad reads for this episode, Olivia and Becca had dug up the most just 
bizarre erotic fiction that they could find. Um, and they were sharing it with each other. Olivia was sharing um, some passages in the plot of some ogre themed erotica that mm. was not mm. at all loosely based on Shrek. It mm-hmm. was something mm-hmm. really special. If you watch and- Shrek and were like, why not sexier? This is for you. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Um, it is delightful and hilarious. In addition to reading just insane erotica, they also read a ton of books and they have a book club and they are just very sort of well-versed in this sort of contemporary book scene. It's fascinating. Uh, Becca is also writing a book and sharing a lot about that whole process. They both are writing books. Yes, it's like, yes. it's so impressive. It yeah. really is. There's a huge back catalog, but it's a kind of thing where you can absolutely jump right in. You're not going to feel lost in a sea of inside jokes that you don't get. It's really a really great show. And uh, we think you should listen. Thank you so much to Nutrafol for sponsoring today's episode. You may have noticed there are a lot of vitamins and supplements trying to make their way into your life these days. Have you noticed, Erica? They're like knocking on my door, these vitamins. (laughs) They're all just knocking on my door. My God, that's so cute, honestly. (laughs) We have to say, though, Nutrafol stands apart from the crowd. This is a product that really does what it says it's going to do reviewed by experts, by dermatologists. If you are dealing with thinning hair or hair loss or just want healthier, thicker hair, Nutrafol actually does it. It's the real deal. We love it. We both take it. We are so proud to have been partnering with this company for so long and and we hope you'll check them out. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning. So stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Who knows which one we have? Who could who could even say <laughs> through whole body health? Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. Each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages. So you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. Over 3000 top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code a thing or two to save $10 off your first month subscription. This offer is only available to us customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code a thing or two. And then I had a baby in 20, well, late 2018, basically 2019. Yeah. I think that's probably the only one I'll have. You're not going to have any. I'm not going to have any. I'm going to, I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah. But I love Cam. What's Cam's whole deal? He's four years old. Yeah. His entire deal can really be summed up by the Nutcracker and the Wizard of Oz. Those are his only two interests, truly. I love this. He loves them. It started with ballet. His best friend, Sam, was taking a ballet class and we were like, yes, sure, you can take it too. And then he became really obsessed with that. He loved the tutus. He loved the whole thing, like looking at ballerinas. We were like, we should take this kid to the Nutcracker. He loved it. He still loves it. This is a years long thing. And then... We showed him The Wizard of Oz last summer, at the beginning of last summer, and he just can't quit it. He's just obsessed. Why would you? And I have to say, like, I'm so sick of listening to the soundtrack of both of these things. Obviously. And all his friends like pop music, like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. (laughs) Yeah, all his friends Um, who are four. Uh But he, and I can't, and so I've been trying forever to get him into some pop music that I like. I thought the way in might be music videos. So we started showing him a lot of music videos because he did go through a Whitney Houston era. And because he loves musicals and 
theater so much. He loves Cinderella. So we showed him Brandy's Cinderella, which combined his interest yeah. in Cinderella yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. and Whitney Houston. And so now he loves Brandy too. So I was like, let me show you in my room. Let me show you The Boy is Mine. And he like sort of like those, but it's just like, he still just only wants to listen to The Nutcracker. Last night, Erica, I had a major breakthrough. I was wearing my sweatshirt from the Harry Styles concert and Cam had some questions about the way some things were written and like what it was, just basic toddler questions. And he was like, but why? And I was like, because, you know, Harry Styles wanted it that way. And he was like, who's Harry Styles? As if I never tried to explain to him who Harry you Styles were, was. But you, yeah, fine, fine. But I was willing to accept the question. So I was like, He's a singer and a performer and a dancer, you know, but he likes to wear dresses and jewelry, which I was like, this is strong marketing. And he and he just goes to me, does he ever dress up as Dorothy? And I was like, yes, 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 he does. He does. Wow. Wow. Thank God, you know so much. He's like, can I see? And I was like, fuck, yes, you can. So I sat down and we watched a bunch of videos from the Harry Ween concert of, I want to say it was 2021, where Harry sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow, dressed up as Dorothy, with Glinda playing bass and the Cowardly Lion on the drums, and he was psyched. So he watched the whole thing. And then he was like, does he ever dress up as Sugar Plum Fairy? And I'm like, oh, well, this is where we like end things. And then I Google Harry Styles in a tutu and find that when Harry was on SNL, Harry did a whole ballerina get up. And I was like, Yes, he does dress up as the Sugar Plum Fairy. So we had a real moment, and I think and a breakthrough. Maybe it sounds a like a breakthrough, and I think this could maybe be like a shared the interest. Thing. I think this could be our shared interest. Anyway, so that that's Kim. He's delightful and goofy. He's very weird and wonderful, and has uncommon tastes for a four year old. I would say it's probably not fair that we described. Cam, but did not actually say anything about Thomas and Chris besides how we, <laughs> how they met us. Or like Ash. the most important thing about them was them meeting us. That's you know? true. Oh, God. How would you describe Chris? Great question. The thing that Chris and I have in common mm-hmm. is that we both are inherently Midwestern. Oh, um, yes. And that there's like a certain just like mm-hmm. Midwesternness about mm-hmm. us that we will always have. Yes. And and that I think maybe like goes well with me because I need that balance. <laughs> you need you need, I need some to be reined in a little yeah, bit. You need mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. you need some Midwestern. He is very funny and like quippy and quick, and he also loves like a running gag. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what? You both also love a pun. Yes, 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 yes. You love a pun. And yes. thank God, because I don't think I appreciate the your punniness enough for either of you. Yeah. You know, you need someone else to and, appreciate it for you. And yeah. we both probably need someone to not appreciate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, uh-huh. yeah, that's uh-huh. a role. Yeah. Chris has worked in different advertising, marketing mm-hmm. jobs and always the ones that I find to be much more interesting than mm-hmm. most of the, you know what yeah. I mean? There are some yeah. interesting advertising yeah. jobs and some, some yeah. like you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's always had in my mind interesting ones. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas is incredibly thoughtful Mm. and gentle and has the most hobbies of anybody that I know. Absolutely most hobbies. Surfs, skis, gardens, all all hobbies that that a person doesn't have in New York City. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Sales. And he is incredibly curious and he's an economist, which I love it. I love it. He works at the Fed. He works at the Fed. He doesn't know anything about SVB. Don't ask. But he works at the Fed. (laughs) And he just, he really doesn't like capitalism, but is fine when we do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Basically. Mm-hmm. And Ash is a bunny. Yeah. Um, she's my bunny. She is eight years old. Mm-hmm. She is an elder rabbit. What else do people need to know about us? Well, thingies. Okay. Yeah. Thingies. So in the context of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So 
as we mentioned, the first newsletter was called 10 Things. Yeah. And then it was a few things was the podcast. Yeah. And now we have this whole franchise of a thing or two. Yeah. It's all just about things we love. You know, people things. are like, what's your podcast about? And we're just like, eh, it's like recommendations and discovery and mm-hmm. just like things we think more people should know about is mm-hmm. the tagline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then we also started asking our guests to give us their thingies. Their recommendations, their yeah. picks, their like favorite things in a category or favorite. Like, what's your favorite book you've read recently? What's like right. the app that like, what's the trick? What's the hack? What's the snack? The formal definition of a thingy, which yeah. we've gotten a little loose with, is like a best in category. Best right? in category. We just have some strong opinions about certain things, mm-hmm. some pretty niche things like your floss. Yeah. Where it's like, this is the thing. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is the thing. My Dr. Tongue's flaws. Yeah, Yeah, best in category. Absolutely best in category. And then being on the cutting edge of content as we are, (laughs) we just recently, 10 years into this franchise, started asking people on Instagram to give us their thingies. Yeah, we started making use of the Instagram question box in 2023, like true innovators. (laughs) And wow, what fertile ground for content. You all have so many thoughts and they're so good and I want to try so many of them and I don't have enough money, unfortunately, to to try as many of them as I want to try. But you know what I realized in getting to hear other people's thingies and have also like realized this through asking our guests for it is why it works is that other people's enthusiasm is contagious. In general, we just really love enthusiasm. Yeah. When really we were at of a kind, we started this sub brand. When we got that Bed Bath & Beyond money, we were like, we can try some stuff now. We started this like sort of in-house brand called Professional Enthusiast, which it was like um, basically branded merch. It was branded merch. People always ask us if we have more because they want it. And the answer is yes, there's some sitting around. And at some point, if we ever have the bandwidth to to ship it to people, (laughs) maybe we'll make it available in some limited capacity. Yeah. Maybe like at the Fort Greene Farmers Market. (laughs) I feel like that's the vibe. I just feel like people feel like there's so many opportunities to do something with it. And then you're like, but then we'd have to figure out how to ship it. I don't want to do fulfillment at all. No, thank you. Me either. No, thank you. you know, one day. So we talk about some of the things that have come in. So you are... The head of Instagram thingies, mm. I would say. Okay, one of your many <laughs> Mod job reveal. titles. Moderator yeah. <laughs> reveal. Big reveal. <laughs> but I still do it in the wee voice, even though sometimes I want to be like, I don't know about this. No, we don't. We definitely <laughs> don't know about it yet. No. Yeah, it's a delight. Can I tell you my favorite that came in yesterday? This list is not truly updated, but this felt so rich. And I would like to encourage people to do more like this. Bringing tea on a walk, leaving the mug in a random bush, picking it back up later. And I was like, yes, what a thrill. That is a true thingy. I absolutely understand this person feeling like this is the best thing going in their life right now and not in a bleak way. No, in a like, (laughs) I like truly, I am like truly changing my life. I am getting away with something. Everybody feels like they're getting away with someone thing when they take an actual mug on a walk. But then to hide the mug and And pick it back up up later. Finish your tea, set the mug down, walk mug free, pick it back up. It, there's no thievery involved, but it feels like theft. Right. It feels like lawbreaking. <laughs> it feels, it also, Extremely gentle lawbreaking. It's also like littering. I don't know. Yeah, I no, loved it's, it. it right, it's I loved all of it. It's perfect. It's a cheap thrill and I absolutely loved it. The category that I cannot believe how many submissions we've gotten are just moisturizing agents. Yeah. 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 We are all dry. We're all we are a dry bunch and it's hands, it's feet, it's lips. It's OK. Dior Creme Abricot Manicure Cream. I I'll, used to use that for a really? while. Yeah. It's in a little chic white container. Do you use this Olive and June Overnight Hand Treatment Lotion? I, I wish I were better at any of these know, sorts yeah, of things. Understand. But like yeah. hand lotion is hard for me and anything yeah. that's meant to be applied overnight feels, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. I understand. 
All right, we've got the Dr. Hauschka Lip Care Stick. We've got Walita Skin Food, Great Everyday one. Oil, Brazilian Bum Bum Cream Moisturizer, the Whey Body Cream, the St. Bart Scent. Specificity here love for it. Love it, love it. Tubby Todd. What's Tubby Todd? I don't know, but they use it all over their face, okay. this person. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Lucas Paw Paw Ointment on Lips, Cuticles, etc. Chapstick Tinted Lip Balm, a swipe of lip liner or lipstick over Aquaphor. I got to say, I feel like people are, are really into a sort of subtle lip in these things. There's a lot of layered this and that. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Just a sheer tint. Me too. I love that. People feel so strongly about UFOS. This is the other thing that's emerging. I feel like we should start a trend forecasting agency or something yeah. because we're really getting a lot of Inside useful food. intel and people love UFOS as a and house And they're a shoe. sandal. They're yeah, like they're like a, a sandal, but everybody's wearing them as a house like shoe. And like an orthopedics looking sandal. Basically. Yeah. yeah. People also have a lot of feelings about earrings you can sleep in. Which are now, which have been branded nap earrings. Mason Miru is who branded nap earrings. Hey June, you can sleep in these earrings. Someone else responded and said, I've just been replacing all my earring backs with the silicone backers so that you can sleep in them. This, this is the kind of knowledge mm -hmm. I need. Yes. This is a kind of, mm -hmm. file this under seam rippers. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Little, those little, yeah, I need to just buy a pack of those. I yeah. also have various earrings that I've lost back. Oh, of course. Oh, you know where yeah. you have like mm -hmm. an earring back that you use with multiple earrings? That oh, has to do like I? <laughs> this is like my entire personality, ma'am. It's annoying to take your jewelry on and off. And it's truly like a five minute routine every night and day to put the jewelry all on and back. And yeah. I don't like it. Salad dressings have been mm -hmm. coming up a lot. Gotham Greens Green Goddess, which I love. Yes. That's a favorite. People love that one. Little dressing, I don't know. I don't know little dressing either. I feel it. Oh, no, I screwed that up. It's Little Creek dressing. Oh, Little Creek dressing. Yeah, I meant to Google it. Let's Google it. Little Let's Google Creek it. dressing. It appears to be French. Oh, oh it's Canadian. Oh, French Canadian. LittleDressing.ca. Yeah. The online store is closed from November 1st to April 1st. Yes. Perfect. It's so good. Perfect. I love an online store just going on hiatus during the winter months. Like, this is why. November to April. During the winter months, there is a risk of your dressing freezing in transit. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact our office at 778-478-1879. Thank you for your understanding. This is how you build a brand. I, also, <laughs> that means it's almost Little Creek dressing season. <laughs> well, I'll be ordering it. A lot of beauty products I've never heard of. My favorite, the Face Ice Sphere from Nicole Caroline. What's that? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I suspect it's like a, an ice roller. An ice roller. There are brow serums. Yeah. There's the Kate McLeod sex, sex stone. stone. Yeah. Yeah. The London Which Hall. is just like solid lube. Yeah. Okay. Like it's like massage oil. Yeah. Right. right but right. in but in a solid. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I've said it over and over again. I just like people are so good at naming these things in a way that's compelling. Absolutely. Because yeah, sex stone or massage oil, you're going to get the sex stone. Yeah. Pale pink nail polish or the nail concealer, you're going to get the nail, nail concealer. concealer. Yeah. Car and keyboard cleaning goo. Ooh. Okay. So when this person responded that I was like, oh, it's just them not looking up the brand name of some good cleaning product they like, yeah. I guess. No, it's like a putty. It's a genius. It's like an as seen on TV style product where it's just a sticky putty that picks up dust and lint in a way that is safe to do on, on your all keyboard the and that is useful in a place like a car where it's really hard to get in places. Wow. It actually looks really useful and effective. Keekerland makes a version and you know I love Keekerland. Oh yeah, so, I do love Keekerland. Um, oh wow. They call it yeah. a cleaning putty. Cleaning putty. Yeah. yeah. Cleaning putty. I do think it's very smart. It's for all that. that Listen, I, I'm looking at it right now. Can't get I, up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to be sold on the use case. Yeah. I'm staring at it right now. It's smart. The other category of thingies that I like because I just love a good stain remover is stain removers. <laughs> <laughs> I've already purchased Grandma's Spot Remover. It totally works. It's great. 
And then a vote for Savon de Marseille, which I think we've talked about before. Yeah, Jamie Breck brought it up on her thingies episode. Right. Yeah. And Jenny Walton loves it too. Yeah. It's a a solid. Yeah. Um, It looks like bar soap, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what else is a really popular category of thingies on our Instagram Hmm. is loose recipes for either non-alcoholic or low ABV cocktails slash mocktails. Oh, yeah. There was one the other day that was Gia Mm -hmm. plus Topo Chico Mm -hmm. plus... I can't remember what the third ingredient was in this, but it was basically like, yeah, a lot, like a mixing matching. Yeah, which I was like, oh, that's interesting. I don't think as much about making Gia into a blended beverage. Totally. Jam and a cocktail came up and then we got like six responses about Mm -hmm. jammeritas, which is basically like a margarita made in a a jam jar. Yes, and there's an Instagram influencer named Carol Chambers. Carol Chambers. Who's doing the jammerita. Jammerita. Yeah. And this is also very adjacent to our conversation from the previous yes. episode about Tamar Adler's book, The Everlasting Meal. I didn't. I don't think she had jammeritas in there. Yeah. It would belong. It, it belongs. would be at home. It belongs. The thing is that we get a lot of these recommendations and I feel like they're also some of the most enthusiastic. Like people really want to share their low ABV slash alcohol. Which is mocktails. fair because I think like it's a newish enough category. Yeah that we're all still like trying to find best in class. It's also, you know, when you fi- when you have a good, easy recipe that's making your life better, you just want everybody to know about it. Yes. Yeah. Which is really the premise of everything we do. Yeah. Just wanting everybody to know about it. Yeah. Should we call it? Let's do it. That's the show. Hi, Finn Erica. My name is Abigail, and I am the listener who posted about Devil's Will Dry on your Instagram, calling to give you a bit more of information since I know, Claire, you were really interested in that. So it started out during COVID. I can be done from start to finish with my nails in 25 minutes and going about my day. It does not take time to dry. And I know you mentioned that you don't like to do manicures at home. And I'm here to tell you that in New York, which is also where I live, there's a lot of mani-pedi places that have dazzle dry nail polish. Sometimes they charge a little bit more of a fee, but you can look for those and go there if you don't want to do it at home anyway great episode keep listening i've been listening from the beginning and i listen to you guys every week and love it so much this has been a production of dear media and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen especially to our wonderful producer ali slice you can follow us on instagram at a thing or two hq and if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise email podcast at a thing or two hq.com Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two hq.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two hq.com. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.